Welcome to this episode of Saintly Witnesses, where I talk to the Catholic behind the account. Today, I'm speaking with Heidi Witte, who is the host and creator of Children's Liturgy of the Word, which is a weekly faith formation program for children that comes on YouTube, and you can catch it on Catholic TV. I'm so glad to have her on today to talk about her faith journey and why she created this vital resource for the church. So thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much, Efren. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, so how I found this website was I was just scrolling on YouTube one day and they suggested this um, video that Heidi created. And I watched it and I was just immediately immersed in how visual it was and how it related to so many like kids movements. And it was all rooted in the mass readings for Sunday. And I was like, wow, this is so such a stellar like resource. And I just wanted to hear her side of the story and get her faith journey. So here we are today. Uh, so yeah, let's, let's get started. Um, I know that you are a cradle Catholic. Um, so tell us a little bit about your cradle Catholic upbringing. How was it like growing up? Um, what was it like middle, which led you to now? Sure. So like you said, I am a cradle Catholic. I grew up um, as an only child in a Catholic family. And my dad was really huge in my faith journey. Um, he was kind of like the figure in our family for the faith. And my mom was too, of course, but he kind of led, led the way. And so some of my earliest memories are going to daily mass with him and praying the rosary. I remember being so excited. He got me a pink rosary and to a little girl that just, you know, made me so excited. So I, I learned a lot of the traditions of the faith uh, early on through my dad and, and my mom, you know, of course, we went to mass every week and I went to Catholic school. So those memories are, are also just very joyful and, and special to me. We had Salesian sisters at my Catholic grade school, St. Mary's. And, you know, you just remember those those moments of the May crownings. And, you know, I, I sang in the school choir and, you know, receiving your first Holy Communion. Those, those were really special and big moments in my life. And so that, you know, from an early childhood, just have, I had that faith as, you know, kind of, that was our most important thing in our family, our faith. And so I was grateful for that. And, you know, growing up, continuing, I, I became a cantor when I was in high school. So I was doing a lot more singing of liturgical music. And I had this wonderful experience in high school with music ministry. So I was grateful for that because I loved to sing. And I felt like this was a way to use my gifts you know, to, that God had given me to share with others. Um, so that was something that was big for me in high school. And then going to college, I went to Notre Dame, which is, you know, very Catholic, <laughs> probably the, you know, the Catholic university people would think of when they think of a Catholic university. And so just grateful to learn more of our rich faith traditions while I was there. Um, you know, I went to Tenebre before, before Easter. And I had wonderful experiences in our, we each had a, a chapel in our dorm. So we had weekly mass there. And um, it was just a beautiful faith community at Notre Dame. So I grew a lot and I learned a lot more about Catholic social teaching and just felt like, wow, this is integrating into all parts of my life now. You know, I'm growing in faith. I know I need to to do more. I need to, I'm called to action by Christ. So that, that was really 
meaningful for me, my, my college studies and having experiences and service trips and really engaging with my faith in, you know, in scripture, but also in, you know, in service as well as Christ was the first model of, you know, how to serve others. So, um, yeah, so that's my faith journey. And then, you know, I had, I got married, um, well, before that, I, I was a Catholic school teacher for a few years, and I loved being able to prepare my second graders for the sacraments of First Confession and First Holy Communion. And that was probably my favorite day of the whole school year, was watching the little ones you know, receive Jesus for the first time. And it was such a special day, just a beautiful, beautiful way to celebrate um, being part of the body of Christ and, and receiving Jesus in the Eucharist. So that was very special for me. Um, and I, I learned a lot as a teacher and through my, in my faith journey as well, <laughs> kind of humbled me sometimes, um, as I'm sure you know, as a teacher, but yeah, it was a, a wonderful experience to be at Catholic schools because I taught in the Catholic school system. Um, I did the Alliance for Catholic Education program, um, through Notre Dame. And so I taught in Louisiana and New Orleans, and then I taught in Los Angeles. And, you know, both of the, both of the cities that I taught in, I taught in inner city schools. So, you know, I got to know a lot of families and from different parts of the country and see their faith traditions too. And that was really special. Um, yeah. So then I got married and I had kids and <laughs> I felt like after I had kids, it was really hard to find time to devote um, you know, devote time to my faith, um, or rather my prayer life, you know, of course, I go to mass every weekend. And I wanted to canter. So I continued cantering. But, you know, personal prayer time was kind of pushed aside, and I didn't make time for it. So, um, you know, I, I, when my daughter was old enough, uh, we started going to children's liturgy at our parish. So I volunteered as a catechist there. And I thought, this is so nice for kids because they're hearing God's word um, and they're, they're in a little community of their own age group and they're learning and hearing scripture in a way, you know, a little bit more that they can understand. So that was a wonderful way for me to kind of start again in my faith journey and helping out um, little ones and kind of teaching a bit. So yeah. And then the pandemic hit, of course. And <laughs> I felt like, honestly, it was a big wake up call for me to think about what is most important in my life. And I, you know, I kept going back to, wow, like I haven't made enough time for my faith. So uh, the pandemic was actually a good time for me to step back and reflect and, and really think about how I can help others and, and what I can do in my own faith life to be a better Catholic, to be a better Christian. So you've been a cradle Catholic all your life, and you've had the privilege of knowing the faith. What would you say to someone who wants to join the Catholic Church? Sure. Well, I think we have such amazing stories of the saints, and that would be my first thing. I would say look for inspiration from the saints because the way that they led their lives was so inspirational, and um, I, I think that there are so many saints I don't know, and I'm still trying to learn about um, and, and learn about with my family as well, because 
honestly, and especially in hard times, that's kind of what I turn to now. I think, well, what did this saint do to get through this tough time? And and we're all called to be saints, so it's it's a great way for us to to study um, and on how to be a better better Christian, better servant, better Catholic. But I think that the the history and tradition of our faith is also so beautiful. There's so many different you know, traditions, it's, it's a world, we're global, right? Catholic means universal. So there's just so many wonderful traditions in our Catholic faith all over the world. And uh, I just feel like I, I want to welcome people who want to, who want to become Catholic and say, welcome. Um, and, and don't be afraid of, of all that, that you have to know everything at once, because even as a cradle Catholic, I'm still learning so much. There's so much that I have yet to learn about our faith. So don't be scared, um, but be know that you are welcome and know that God is is welcoming you too, because we're all his children. So that's what I would say. So let's move on to the next part of the program. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you're the creator and host of Children's Liturgy of the Word. Uh, what influenced you to create a program dedicated to children's faith formation? And how did you end up getting it on Catholic TV? Sure. So like I said, before the pandemic, I had been helping out as a volunteer catechist um, in our church, which has children's liturgy, which is wonderful. And I think hopefully more churches will offer this for children. But when the pandemic started, our you know our churches were closed. And so this is the first time our church was closed. And I thought, oh boy, how are we going to engage our children um, while watching live stream mass? And, you know, how how can I help them grow in their faith journey during this time, which I thought that children's liturgy had really helped my five-year-old daughter, Grace, um, during, you know, pre-pandemic. So I just had a thought one night, and of course, we know it's not, <laughs> it wasn't just my thought, but uh, we think the Holy Spirit was at work because the, the idea came and just you know, I thought, well, why don't we just put this together for our parish children? Um, Mark has this, you know, these wonderful skills and my, that's my husband, Mark. And so he has all these wonderful skills and videography and editing. And I thought, well, we could put something together and, and it'll just be for, you know, a couple weeks and it'll be for, you know, the, the kids in our parish. <laughs> and so, um, again, the work of the Holy Spirit, just everything kind of came together really organically the first week I just ended up sharing on social media with friends and we had like 2,000 views the first week um which is just that just woke you know kind of made us step back and think wow well this is definitely a need in our church how else can we serve our church and so um we reached out to uh to phone publishing actually because i wanted to find liturgical music for children that we could use and i've loved john berlin's music from from when i had my second grade classrooms and i, I used to use his music to help teach the sacraments and to help us you know learn about our faith so i thought well, let me just email them and see if they'll let me use his music, like one song during children's liturgy. And they were so overwhelmingly kind. John was so kind and Flom gave us permission. And so just from there, we just kind of brought in the musical aspect, which I think is so important for kids because kids love to hear music and they love to sing. And my daughter sings the songs from children's liturgy around the house. So I know that music is meaningful. And I, and I think that I, I really love how 
you know, they say singing is praying twice. And I really think that when you have music, it sticks a little bit better. Um, so especially for young kids and it's just great for them because, because they can also use movement. And so we teach American sign language as well. Um, just like little faith-based signs, like how to sign God or Jesus. Um, and honestly, it's just been such a beautiful path, this journey. Like God has truly set this before us. We, or Mark and I are just kind of following where he leads, but we reached out to Catholic TV um, to see if they would want to air it because we, you know, we're, it was getting close to Easter and we thought, well, churches are still closed in most places and um, we'll just give it a shot. And so they were very eager to have this program for kids because um, there was nothing like children's liturgy of the word on their normal programming. So yeah, we've been doing, um, <laughs> we've been doing this for nine months and it's really just been because I wanted my daughter to continue her faith journey. And um, we just, <laughs> we love it. Uh, it's very time consuming and busy, but we are just, you know, the strength of the, uh, the Holy Spirit is giving us strength each week to get through it. My husband still has a full-time job. <laughs> and so we're doing this at night uh, most of the time because we have two young kids. And um, yeah, that's, that's really why it started. And now it's blossomed into this beautiful ministry um, with children from all over the world watching. We have we have had families from five different continents and it's just so wonderful to hear their messages. We have an email account because we invite children to send their coloring pages in to play at the end of the episodes. And so we just get these emails each week. Um, and we, we've had like 250 coloring pages shown, um, from some weeks. So it's, it's beautiful. It's a way for kids now to ex, you know express their faith to to share the good news um and and just to grow in faith because it's really important to do that early on when children watch your show every week what are some things you hope they take away from it so that's important of course the first thing is that they're engaging with sacred scripture that they are hearing Christ's call but but also not only that but also in a way that they can understand, because we know that even as adults, sometimes it, the words that we hear in the Bible are, um, you know, they're advanced and, and kids don't know what they mean. So when we give the reflection, when I give the reflections, I, I just want to bring it to their level in a developmentally appropriate way, but not watered down, you know, so I'm lucky enough that Flom Publishing lets us use their Children's Celebrate Leaders Guide to help with the scripting. And so that just gives peace of mind, you know, because these are the Catholic truth. These are truths of our Catholic faith. And um, so that helps me um, help prepare my script. And I'm grateful for that. But but bringing it down to their level so that they when they after they hear the gospel or after they hear the first reading, giving a little reflection so that they know what that meant. And also the images help too, because we put images up on the screen, which again is another way for the visual learners to, to help them learn. But I hope that they bring um, and take home with them that God loves them so much and that he invites them to, you know, in, just be, to grow in faith. He invites them. He welcomes us, all of us, because we're all made in God's image. And I want them, I want each child to know that they're special, you know, and I want each child to know 
how joyful Christ is when we follow in his footsteps. So I, I just want to bring joy and I want children to see the beauty of our faith and how we are called to love and serve God and to serve one another. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I hope. And I hope that families too can, can grow and in, in, in this together because a lot of families watch children's liturgy like before a live stream mass or even if they're going to regular mass we, we get comments all the time that this helps them prepare for mass and, and of course mass and the eucharist is the way we unite ourselves to christ but helping us on that way is scripture so we want to be able to hear and understand especially the gospel you know christ just gave us this amazing example of how to live our lives. So I want to bring that joy and that, that love of God to children too, and to know that they are important enough and valuable in the eyes of God and important enough to hear his word in a way they can understand. So when we talk about, you know, the state of the church right now in America, um, as a church, many speculate about the decline in youth identifying as Christian. Do you ever worry about this issue and how your ministry can play a role in combating this trend? Sure. Yeah, I think that that's a huge concern for a lot of families. You know, we have um, so many distractions in our in our modern world. Um, and this week's episode is actually about clearing our path of, of distractions so that we can focus on Christ. But but yeah, I think even as a parent myself, I, I fear that, too, because I want my children to to know and follow Christ their whole lives. I want them to stay in the church um, because I think that our churches are just so full of uh, the body, you know, we're just the body of Christ. We are his hands and feet here. And so um, I just want, you know, I, I feel like there's so much we can do in our own homes. It's hard right now in the pandemic, um, but as a domestic church, like we can do this as parents on our own, but we also, um, you know, our ministry hopefully can help families as well to just continue that growth. And, you know, the more that we plant these seeds early, I feel like kids know that that's important. So, and I, I read recently, you know, the things that you buy show your, show your kids what is valuable in your life or the things that you do most of the time show your kids what's valuable. So um, that was a wake up call for me too, thinking like, oh my goodness, well, what are they seeing every day? What are we doing every day? These are such important things to think about. And if we don't make enough time for our faith in our, in our weekly lives and our monthly lives and our daily lives, um, then we're not really showing our kids what, what our focus should be, which is God is number one. So, um, yeah, I worry about it, but I, I also want kids to feel like they're included. And I think that that, you know, with children's liturgy, they feel like they're they're participating and they're able to, to do things that, that, you know, they might not be able to, to do yet once they receive their Holy communion or things like that. Um, you know, the special sacraments participate in the sacraments, um, yet, but yeah, I really want kids to know that they can be active participants in the faith. And I think that the more we do this early, the more we show kids that, that they are, you know, they can learn at, 
even scripture that can be hard, they can learn about it through these reflections. And, and there's so many, you know, social media sites and so many different ways that nowadays we can engage and live liturgically and learn how to live liturgically as families. I'm learning more about that myself. And that's one of my goals. So, um, you know, I think that's just so important. And also like the fact that we use art on our ministry, like the fact that kids can submit their coloring pages. I mean, we just get so many comments from parents, just the kids are so excited to participate and to share their good news. You know, of course it's nice to see your picture up there, but, but this is a huge community, like you alluded to earlier. And, and it just, it, we're sharing this community with one another and showing that all of our amazing families throughout the world, you know, we are the body of Christ. This is our church. And so this is just a supplement to our faith journey. That's what children's liturgy is. But, but I think it's really important. And I hope, like I said earlier, I hope that more parishes offer children's liturgy once we all go back to a little bit more normal, um, because it's just a wonderful way for kids to, to, be part, you know, and share the, be part of the faith and share the good news and learn the good news of Jesus in a way they can understand. Wow. I've never heard of living liturgically before. That sounds really powerful. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, that's something that I've learned from one of my Catholic moms groups that I'm in. Um, and I've learned about how, you know, like celebrating saints feast days, you know, even just like you know, on Pentecost, it's like the church's birthday. So have a birthday cake. I learned that at one of my Catholic schools that I talk, taught at. And um, yeah, just there's so many wonderful ways to live liturgically that that I never would have thought about and that people are so creative with that I I, I enjoy learning about how to, to live more liturgically too. So my last question is this. Um, every week you come on and you present the faith uh, to children. Uh, how much of your unique talents and gifts do you insert into each episode? So I know this sounds really cheesy, but I think that God was preparing both my husband and I for this moment in time with all of our background that we've had. And it, it just makes me get chills because I think about it and it's, you know, that's, it's so powerful <laughs> because you know, if I didn't have this, if I didn't sing, like if this might not have worked so well, or if Mark didn't know how to, to film <laughs> or edit, like this also wouldn't work. So, um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for God's gifts in my life and for my parents cultivating those gifts. Um, cause that's important too. Um, but yeah, as a cantor, I used to, to lead the church in song. And so that is, that's, a way that I was using God's gift of music in my life to share his message and his love with others. Um, so I'm, I love singing and I, I love especially helping kids learn how to sing and learn about the good news that way. Um, and then as a teacher, I'm grateful for all those experiences I had, <laughs> all those lessons I learned as a teacher so that I could become better. Um, and so I'm able to use some of those wonderful things I learned from my teaching program, the ACE program, uh, on children's liturgy. And, and honestly, you know, asking kids questions and giving them some time to respond from their own device or TV helps a lot because they're, they're participating, they're actively engaged. So um, that's a reason why I put that in there too. Um, and then of course, Mark is so talented and has such great background with 
film and television and he's an editor by profession. So he just spends so much time. I have to give him a huge thanks here because he just, he's so hardworking and he just sacrifices each and every week. I mean, if you saw (laughs) what he does every week, it's just a miracle that he is able to stand on two feet every morning because he works so hard and, um, you know, it it is a lot and he just does it. And he knows like he feels called to, um, and we feel both feel that this is what God has called us to do in our lives. And we're grateful that he showed us the way because I also felt for a long time, like, what is God calling me now to do as a parent? Because I'm a stay at home mom and homeschooler now, but now I feel so happy to be able to serve the church and to serve God's children in this way. So, so God really just (laughs) led the way for this ministry and paved the way for this ministry. And, um, we're just really grateful. And I'm really thankful to my husband, Mark, for all of his hard work. Thank you for sharing, um, all this powerful information with us today about, you know, the faith program that you created and your witness in the Catholic faith. Um, as we conclude this interview, I just want to say that, um, the work that you're doing every week with children and ministering to them and providing the gospel and giving them those weekly reflections are a powerful tool that's going to um, help them along in the future in many ways. And as you do weekly, you create this community of a family to help all kids, whether they live in America or, or abroad, to feel connected in the body of Christ. So I uh, definitely appreciate the work that you do. And um as we conclude this interview, just want to say that I'm going to keep you in my prayers and may the listeners continue to keep you in their prayers too. Um, so that's going to conclude this episode of Saintly Witnesses. Mm-hmm.